We'll begin in seated. So find your comfortable cross-legged seat. Up on some padding if you like. Make yourself comfortable. And close your eyes. Place your palms face down on your thighs and then slide your palms up your thighs until your elbows rest below your armpits. Connect with your breathing and begin to direct breath in and out through your nostrils. And notice your seat as it is now. Where do you feel headiness? In your legs, one leg more than the other, and one hip more than the other. And if so, begin to make subtle adjustments to bring weight to that lighter side. Relax your feet, your ankles, shins and calves, knees and thighs. Settle into those evenly weighted sits bones and then imagine roots growing from your lower body into the earth. Send energy down. And then from the earth, draw energy up. Grow tall through your spine. Lift and broaden across your chest. Loop your shoulder blades up and back so that you create a gentle tone in your upper back as the shoulder blades draw in. And then allow the weight of your arms to draw your shoulder blades down the back side of your chest as you release your hands, your forearms, your upper arms. Now notice the orientation of your head. So with all of those actions, the tendency might be for the chin to tilt up. Draw your chin parallel to the earth and ease the sides of your neck back. And as you ease the sides of your neck back, lift along the back side of your skull. So there's a string attached to the neck, to the back of the head, drawing skyward. And now with this tall spine, try to relax your skin. Relax the features of your face so that your face is without expression. Neutralize the expression as your gaze turns inward. And notice, what are you feeling in your body? Consider the morning that you've had already and how is that manifesting in your physical being? And you might be surprised by what you find. Always be curious and open to finding something unexpected. Turn your attention back to your breath and slowly begin to cultivate a deeper, slower breath pattern. 
So with your next inhale, follow the breath as you fill your lungs from bottom, middle to top, sipping in any additional air at the top of your lungs to cap them off. And then as you exhale, smoothly, evenly empty the lungs from top, middle to bottom, pressing out any additional air lingering at the bottom of your lungs. Expanding the capacity of your lungs, not only for fullness, but looking for that uh, deeper emptiness with your exhalations. And I hear everybody in the room doing their ujjayi pranayama, so if you're not doing that, please begin by drawing a gentle contraction in at the back of your throat. And by shrinking this valve, you'll be able to even better control the pace of the breathing, the duration of the breath. And with that contraction, there's also that lovely oceanic sound that will help you draw your senses back to the present. How deeply can you immerse yourself in the experience of your breath and thus immersing yourself in the present? going to chant on three times to invoke the moving practice, so everyone draw your palms together in front of your heart. Wherever you're at with your breath, begin to exhale, and then we'll inhale together for our first Om. toes tucked under as long as you can stand it. Sit back on your heels. 
And then again, create a tall spine. Take a moment to focus on the upper abdomen, drawing the front lower ribs in and back to lengthen the tailbone as you lift your sternum. So take your strap uh, in your two hands, with your hands shoulder width distance out in front of you. And as you inhale, sweep the strap overhead. And as you exhale, begin to widen your hands apart as you roll your shoulders back, taking the strap down behind your back. And continue to move with your breath. Inhale to lift the strap. And exhale, you can either bring the strap forward or continue just to roll the shoulders back and bring the strap down. So do this at your own pace with the breath. But if you'd like, you can pause in um, a place that feels particularly tight. You can straighten one elbow and bend the opposite arm to focus on a particular shoulder if one feels tighter or in more need than the other. But stay with your breath, stay with that soft uh, or lack of expression on your face. And again, this idea of being open to uh, new possibilities in your practice or being open to be surprised about what you find in your body. If we assume we know what the practice is going to hold, we're probably going to miss, <laughs> miss some things that are going on. And then strap off to the side, untuck your toes, send both feet out to the left, um, top of the left foot in the arch of the right foot, sitting down on your right hip. So the left hip is going to be off the earth, right hand behind the right hip, left hand crosses to right thigh. Before you begin to revolve, inhale to lengthen your spine, lift your chest, and then the exhale will bring you into the twist. So breathe deeply once again. We're going to focus a lot on the upper back and shoulders today. So move your awareness to that area here. So um, right shoulder blade rolls onto the back of the chest. Left shoulder away from the left ear. Chest lifted, collarbones broad. And don't jut those lower rib ribs forward just as we did in the previous pose. Keep a Keep an awareness at the upper abdomen toning so that the lower spine stays long. And in doing that, you'll uh, have more access to length in the spine. And then inhale back through center, knees together, swing the feet to the opposite side, sitting down onto your left hip, right fingertips behind for support. So not leaning weight back into the left, the left hand, but just propping the chest up. Right hand crosses to left thigh, inhale again to grow tall, and exhale, begin to revolve. Left to right, bottom to, or right to left, sorry, bottom to top. And again, awareness in the upper back. So the upper back also tends to be less mobile than the middle and low back in these uh, twisted shapes. So again, Move the left shoulder blade onto the back of the chest, right shoulder away from the right ear. Keep your chin parallel to the floor, head over heart, as you lead the gaze over the left shoulder. And with an inhale, return to 
to center, come forward into a tabletop position. Knees hip width distance slightly behind the hips, wrists under your shoulders, and we'll move into our cat and cow stretches. Inhale, sending the belly and chest down, lifting the tailbone and gaze up, broadening through the back side of the pelvis into cow, and then exhale, move into cat. Tuck chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button pushes towards the sky as you contract the front body in cat and continue with the movement of your breath. Again, moving and making slight variations to this sequence that correspond with your experience this morning. So if one side of your body feels a little shorter in uh, this sequence, you might move the armpit and hip away from one another, kind of bringing a little lateral stretch to this, um, to this sequence. You might hold in one shape for a breath or two. And again, remember to be curious about your practice. The more curiosity you can uh, bring through the life of your practice, the longer the practice will be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And back to a neutral spine again, paying attention to the upper abdomen here, front lower ribs moving in and back to keep the lower spine long as the chest pulls forward, draw your shoulder blades onto your back and then away from your ears. Lift the right leg straight up and back. Heel to the height of the hip, knee and toes pointing straight down. And then take your gaze a little bit forward and down as you reach your left arm ahead. Okay, again, as you reach forward, as you extend back, keep that sense of stability in the abdomen, length through the lower spine. Point your right toes, bend your right knee, reach back to the inside of your right foot with your left hand. Once you have a good grip on the foot or ankle, begin to kick the foot into your hand, lifting the right thigh away from the floor, and the left shoulder rolls onto the back of your chest. I like to uh, remind you in this pose to release the shoulder back more than push the shoulder back. So with the pressure of the foot into the hand, can you just let go of the shoulder? Okay, hand and knee back to the floor. And then second side, left leg lifts, heel to the height of the hip. So pay attention here not to lift with the outer hip, but lift through the inner thigh so that the left and right hips stay at the same height, like a tabletop at your lower back. Right arm reaches forward, and again, in the middle, create that stability. Lower ribs tone in and back. So that doesn't doesn't need to draw all of your focus, it's just a subtle action that your body will get used to the more you you send that signal. And point your left toes, bend your left knee, reach for the inside of the foot or ankle, And once you have a good grip there, begin to kick the foot into the hand and roll the right shoulder back as you lift your left thigh away from the floor. 
Keep breathing throughout. And where do you feel this posture? Let your mind be taken to different parts of your body as the postures turn on different areas. And then let that go. Okay, widen your knees apart a little bit. Wider than hip width distance as you thread your right arm between your knees, reaching back for your left ankle, calf, or even heel, landing the back of your right shoulder on the floor, right side of the head on the floor as we come to this uh, variation of a twisted child's pose. Press your knees down, send your hips to the right, press your left hand down, and move your left shoulder to the right. And even within this twisted shape, try to create deep breath. So this is a, a deep twist, cleansing posture. Try to, you can imagine your inhales like you're filling up a sponge, and then your exhales like wringing out that sponge. So trying to uh, promote circulation in the internal organs. Also, again, targeting the right shoulder here. And unwind. Right hand back to its place. Left hand threads. Reaches for right uh, calf, ankle, or heel. Land the back of the left shoulder, the left side of the head on the floor. And then once you have a grip, push your knees into the floor. Lift your hips high and then shift your hips left. Press your right hand down, shift your right shoulder left. And again, connect with your breath and attempt to breathe deeply. So each exhale draws your belly button really, fur really further and deeper towards your spine. And back to all fours. Walk your knees back on your mat and keep them about the same width apart as we come to puppy dog pose. So I like to practice this pose by grabbing the outside edges of my mat with each hand and then pushing the mat forward as you roll your inner thighs back and apart to tilt the tailbone skyward as you lie your chin towards or to the earth. As you press the outer edges of your mat forward, draw your shoulders again out of your ears. So imagine the outer uh, edges of your armpits widening apart as the inner, uh, inner edges of your shoulder blades draw together. So that's, there's a, a broadening and a, a contracting happening all at once. All of it's lots of contradictions in yoga. Uh, inner thighs move back and apart. Feel your heart sinking towards the floor. 
and then inhale, shift forward, and find your way back into downward facing dog. Spread your fingers, broaden your palms, and then consciously root through the inner edges of your hands, the index finger knuckle and the thumb knuckle especially. And as the inner edges of your hands ground, turn your inner elbows to shine forward. Head can be heavy, crown of the head released. Release the heart down, shoulders again on the back and moving towards the hips. And now walk your dog. Bend one knee at a time, extend the opposite heel towards the floor. You can even press the hip of the straight leg back. So you can kind of not only uh, lengthen the back of the legs in turn, but kind of um, shift the hips or twist the hips from side to side a little bit if you'd like here. And eventually bring your legs to an equally bent or equally straight position. Try for a moment to lift your toes as you root through the knuckles of your toes and notice if you are pushing all of your weight down through the base of your big toe or tending to push weight down through the base of your little toe. So notice where the weight is in your feet, if it is heavier in one foot or the other, if it's heavier at the instep or outside of your foot, and then try to find more balance. You can place your toes back down, push the hands down forward, lift your hips up and back, and then with your next inhale, right leg lifts high into the air, knee and toes again pointing down. Hold here for a moment as the left or as the right inner thigh lifts, the outer hip rolls down, and then lift into the kneecap of the left leg. So engage the thigh of the left leg as the heel melts deeper towards the floor. Look forward and lunge. Create a long stride. Land your heel beneath your knee, lift up onto tented fingers on either side of your front foot, and then allow the weight of your hips to sink forward. So hips can be weighty, right thigh parallel to the floor, and then uh, counter the weight of your hips by making your left inner thigh light. Lift through your back inner thigh, back leg light and strong. And then place your left palm on the floor, right hand to your right thigh. Begin to shift your left ribs towards your right inner thigh and stack your shoulders, all while keeping that back inner thigh lifted. If your shoulders are stacking, you'd like to take the right arm to the sky, do so. Keep weight out of the left wrist. Try to move weight into the knuckles of the left hand and lift into the left wrist as you revolve your bottom ribs skyward and look up. Continue to breathe, and then look down, hand down, and back knee down as well. If you'd like, pad the back knee by folding the uh, mat or placing a blanket there. Scissor your legs together by drawing your left knee forward and pulling your right foot back isometrically. Bring your hands to your front thigh, interlace your fingers, and press your elbows straight to prop your chest up. Draw your lower ribs in and back once more, moving your belly away from your right thigh. Keep your chest up, keep your legs scissoring together, and now begin to melt your hips down and forward. 
So by scissoring the legs together, you're not leaving the left hip behind. You're wrapping the left outer hip forward as the right hip descends towards your right heel. And now let's take football goalpost arms here. Palms face forward, elbows out to either side of the room. And then draw your elbows in towards your armpits so that your shoulder blades once again pull together at the back of your heart. Now start to tilt your chin up, tilt your gaze up, keeping the back of your neck long. And as though someone's supporting the back of your head, just melt the weight of your head into that imaginary hand as you lift through the back of your heart and just curl your upper back slightly. Keep the edges of your mouth soft to the best of your ability. And then bring your chest forward, bring your arms forward, frame the front foot with your hands, and then send the right leg back once again into downward facing dog. Okay, from here, second side, left leg will lift straight up and back. Again, we will hold here for a few breaths. Press the hands evenly down and forward as you lift through the back inner thigh, and then pay some attention to the right leg. Lift into the right kneecap, so engage the front side of the leg as the back of the leg extends and melts your right heel. Look forward, and then lunge the left foot forward between your hands. So again, long stride, tented fingers, Sink the hips down, so allow the, the hips to feel heavy. And then counter that weight by lifting through the back inner thigh. Reach through your back heel, and as the back heel reaches back, extend your heart forward. Shoulder blades on your back. Notice what you're feeling, notice where you're feeling. Keep the legs as they are, right palm to the floor, left hand to your thigh. Press the hand into the thigh as you revolve your right ribs towards your left inner thigh. Stack the shoulders if you'd like, left arm to the sky. And again, pay attention to the weight in the left hand. Try to lift into the wrist as you um, revolve your bottom ribs skyward. Keep lifting through the back inner thigh. And then look down, hand down, back knee down. Scissor the legs together. So again, pad the back knee if you'd like. Right knee pulls forward, left foot isometrically draws back as you bring your hands to your front inner thigh. If you can figure it out, switch the interlace of your fingers. Press your elbows straight, lift your chest up. So chest is uh, broad, heart is open and lifted, lower ribs draw in and back. So belly pulls away from the thigh. And then begin to extend through the knees melting the left hip towards the left heel without leaving the right hip behind. Wrap the right outer hip forward. Think about the right inner thigh revolving back. Okay, again, goal post arms. Palms face forward, elbows pull into the back of the chest. So you're trying to hold something between your shoulder blades at your upper back. And then start to tilt the gaze up. Imagine somebody supporting your head to keep the back of, your back of your neck long, tilt your head back into that support as you lift through the back of your heart. Curl your upper back, continue to sink the hips forward, soften the edges of your mouth, and then chest forward, head forward, hands down to frame the front foot, and send the left leg back to downward facing dog. After that work, I feel like 
A set of five push-ups might be a relief. Inhale, come forward to your plank position. Exhale, lower down, possibly coming to your knees. Inhale to press up. And exhale, shift back, either down dog or child's pose. That was one. Inhale, come forward. Exhale, lower down. Inhale, press. Exhale, back two. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back three. Two more. First set. Inhale, forward. Exhale as you lower. Inhale to press. Exhale, back. Last one. First set. Inhale, forward. Exhale to lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. Downward facing dog. Okay, look forward between your hands and take little bitty baby steps to reach your way to the top of the mat. So as you take each step, press your heel to the floor. Lengthening along the backs of your legs. And eventually arrive at the top of your mat with your feet hip width distance apart. Bend your knees as much as you need to to rest your torso on your thighs and allow your upper body to hang forward here. Take hold of opposite forearms or opposite biceps as we come into our ragdoll shape. So this, for me, is all about letting go of the upper body. So the, um, the burn, or you might feel in your legs, we're just using the legs to allow this release. So you might shake your head, yes and no. You might sway your arms from side to side. Whatever is going to help you just release the upper body to gravity. Allow the head, the shoulders, the elbows to be drawn down. And use the breath to aid that release as well. So as you inhale, think about finding all the little crevices between the vertebra creating more space, and then as you exhale, just releasing into that space. So here, the, the weight of the uh, feet, the weight of the posture will shift forward in the feet. You can try to lift the toes so that you are more aware of the weight in the knuckles of the toes. For me, it's always I lift the toes and the base of my big toe is very heavy. So if you feel uh, unbalanced or imbalanced between the inside and outside edges of your feet, try to find more balance there before placing the toes back down. And now all 10 fingertips touch down to the floor in front of you. Keeping the fingertips on the floor, then begin that long journey towards straight legs. It may be lifting the hips a little bit. It may be lifting the hips a lot. Keep the weight shifting forward in your feet as you straighten the legs, engage the thighs so the kneecaps lift away from the floor. And again, be aware of this subtle action here of the inner thighs moving back and apart. So to create that action, if, you, um, if that's the only thing you're focused on, you're going to notice your knees will buckle together. So try to keep the knees apart, knees over ankles, as you push the inner thighs back and apart and broaden the backside of the pelvis. Now actively draw the crown of your head towards the floor. And as you get deeper into this, you're going to bend the elbows out to either side of the room. Okay, keep the legs and hips as they are. Bring your palms to your shins. Extend your chest forward. Stay here for a few breaths as we focus on our upper backs once again. 
Shoulder blades on the back of the chest, shoulders out of the ears, heart draws forward, forward as inner thighs continue to roll back and apart. And then exhale, fold again, release the crown of your head. Inhale, let's rise all the way to standing. Sweep your arms out, up, and overhead. Palms can touch at the top. Let's look up. And then exhale, look forward as you draw your palms together in front of your heart. With the breath, inhale, circle the arms skyward. And exhale, fold forward. Inhale, rise halfway. And exhale, fold. Inhale, lift. And exhale, palms come together at the heart. Again, inhale, rise up, pushing weight down through your heels as you lift through your fingertips. Exhale, fold forward as the weight in the feet shifts forward. Heels lighten, hips lift. Inhale, extend. And exhale, lower. Inhale, rise. And exhale, palms come to heart center. Step the feet together and then turn the right toes out to the right. Bring your hands to your hips as you come into some version of uh, tree pose. So you can either place the right foot to the inside of the calf or the inside of the thigh, or if you prefer tree with the um, half Padmasana or half lotus leg, you can do that as well. Square either way, square your hips forward, square your chest forward. First, bring your hands to your heart. And then again, create that broad and lifted chest as your shoulder blades move down the back. Find a point to focus your gaze. Soft gaze, neutral expression. If you'd like, sweep your arms out, up, and overhead. Grow the branches of your tree. And as your fingers once again open up, palms broad, draw the shoulder blades down the back. If you'd like, you can create a little movement here, having some um, suppleness and flexibility to your tree. Make your tree able to withstand a little weather, a little wind. Draw your outer hip of the right side in towards your tailbone and down. Draw your lower ribs in and back. And then as you're ready, arms come down, foot back to the floor, feet together, and turn your left knee and left toes out to the left. So as the knees turn to face the left wall, try to keep the hips forward. Place the foot to the inside of the leg, or uh, if you'd like, do the half lotus on the left side. Probably do the same thing on both sides. <laughs> Extend through your left inner thigh, contract through your left outer hip, keep your chest and hips squared forward. Palms first come to the heart. And a little check in here, lift the thumb, lift, lift the sternum to the thumbs as shoulder blades are again down the back. If you like, sweep your arms out and overhead. And again, your gaze can be on the floor, but if you'd like to experiment with the gaze, Moving up, eventually you might try looking up beyond the thumbs in this shape. Rooting through the earth and drawing from the earth to grow taller. Whatever tree shape you found, 
notice. Very common shape in our yoga practice. Again, try to have that idea of beginner's mind, a curiosity and openness to finding something new. And then arms can come down, foot back to the floor, and this time bring the feet together. Face the big toes, inner heels touch, inhale, sweep your arms up, and exhale as you fold forward. Bring your palms to your shins with your inhalation, extend your spine, and let's walk the fingertips behind the heels and sit down into our imaginary chair, size parallel to the floor, round the spine here, chin to chest, forehead towards the knees, tailbone towards the heels, belly button away from the thighs. So you're creating a cat back here, space between the back sides of the vertebra. Keep the hips low, look forward and extend your arms forward. As you reach your arms forward, continue to draw your waistline back. Keep your hips low, ankles and knees pull towards one another. And then curl the chest away from the floor, pulling your shoulders, or pulling your, fore, your uh, biceps behind your ears. Stay low. Look up, curl in the chest, round in the lower back, five, four, three, two, and one. Hips go high, head low, fold forward, and breathe here. Again, notice weight in the feet, shift weight forward in the feet, maybe again lift the toes themselves to get a better sense of where the weight is being distributed in the feet. Find more balance, lift into the kneecaps, lift into the outer hips, draw the crown of the head towards the floor, and then step back into a downward facing dog position. Press the hands down and forward, lift the hips up and back, and then with an inhale, shift forward to plank, exhale to lower. Inhale, press, exhale, hips lead you back. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back to three more. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back three. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back four. Last one. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back. And then everyone come forward and make your way all the way down to your belly. Arms at your sides. And with your chin on the floor, relax your left leg and point your right toes. Reach along the top of the right leg. And then begin to lift the leg. So first the foot, then the lower thigh. Use the strength of the inner thigh again to lift the leg. So don't use don't let the outer side of the leg or the hip overpower the lift of the leg. So the front of the right hip bone stays down as the right leg lifts higher and higher. And then release your right leg. Relax your right leg. Heel can widen out to the right as you point back through your left toes. Engage the leg so much that the kneecap is already lifted with the left foot still on the floor. And then left leg lifts. Foot Lower thigh, middle thigh, upper thigh, keeping the front of the left hip bone on the floor. Extend and lift. Higher, higher, highest. And then release 
the left leg down. Relax both legs for a moment. And we did this one. <laughs> we did this one a while ago, but we don't do it often. Okay. Uh, bring your mouth to the floor. And then lift one hip at a time to tuck your arms underneath you. So, the shoulders are going to round forward. Upper back is going to be like um, cat pose. Uh, palms are facing down. Pinky fingers are touching side by side. And you're gripping the floor with your fingers. You can inchworm. <laughs> That's funny. Reminds me, um, Ava posted an inchworm on uh, Instagram. So, think of your little body as being an inchworm. Lift your butt high into the air. And then try to get your uh, pelvis above your hands. Or above your wrists. Mouth on the floor, shoulders rolling forward, squeeze your legs together, point your toes back, and then lift, lift what you can lift. Shift weight forward, claw your finger pads down, lift your feet, and then maybe something else, lift your thighs, maybe someday lift that pelvis off of the hands or the wrists, wherever it is. Point and lift, shift forward and lift, and then let it go. Uh, untuck the hands, and then turn your left cheek to the floor. Arms are at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart. Release the weight of your head, relax your neck. Each breath a little longer, a little slower. And chin back to the floor. Okay, let's try it one more time. Mouth on the floor, tuck your arms underneath your body, palms facing down, pinky fingers touch side by side, upper back like cow pose rounded. Squeeze your legs together, point your toes, shift your weight forward. So try to push your chest down as your legs lift. Claw the earth. Push the chest down, lift the legs up, lengthen the legs, lift the legs, lengthen the legs, lift the legs, and then let it go. Big toes touch, untuck, untuck your arms, right cheek to the floor, head heavy, neck soft, upper back neutralized. And with each exhale, make your head heavier, make your neck softer. And then turn back to the mat. Place your elbows below your shoulders. Forearms parallel to one another, coming to Sphinx Pose. Point all ten toes back. Heels hip width distance apart. Melts your heart down. So really let your heart be heavy. So you're kind of slinking the chest towards the floor. 
So slouch. Be feel a little uh, lazy right now, and then push the forearms down. Pull the shoulder blades. Loop the shoulder blades onto the back of the chest once more. With the forearms pressing down, now isometrically draw your elbows back towards your hips and draw your heart through. Now take your left fingertips towards your right elbow, look over your right shoulder, point your right toes, and pull your right heel towards your outer hip. Reach back with your right hand, grip the base of your big toe. So make a uh, backward C with uh, your right hand and place the clamp of your right hand at the base, the base of your right big toe, the inside. Pull your heel towards your outer hip. And then if you can, start to turn your hand forward, your knuckles forward, as your elbow moves towards the sky, giving you a little more leverage to push the heel towards the outer hip. And can you push your hand into, or push your foot into your hand a little bit, so to, uh, to um, fire up the right leg. And then draw your right ribs forward. Try to square your chest forward. And wow, after that previous pose, this is really feeling exceptional today. So uh, if you're where I am, stay where you are. Uh, if you need to go further, then left hand can go down. You can lift your chest up a little bit to get more of a back bend in the upper back here. If the shoulder is, if the shoulder and thigh uh, are wanting more here. And then when you've felt enough of that, release the right leg, come back through Sphinx briefly before turning your right fingertips towards your left elbow, looking over your left shoulder to bend your left knee. Reach for the inside of the foot. Once you have a grip on the foot, pull your heel towards your outer hip. So um, I have this Iyengar uh, book, and um, in the picture of this pose, the heel is on the floor. <laughs> so uh, move it in that direction. <laughs> Doesn't it just seem like, how would my flesh even uh, account for that? So uh, if, if it's available, turn the knuckles forward. Press the heel down, and then again, it's one of those things you're like, I don't want to do that too, but see about pushing the foot into the hand, so creating a little resistance there as the hand wins the tug of, wins the, what do you call that, the wrestling match, pushing the heel towards the outer hip. Draw your left outer ribs forward, and if this is enough, stay here, pressing the right forearm into the floor, continue to lift the chest up, or you can bring the right hand down to the floor in front of you and lift up a little higher, keeping the front of the hip bones on the floor as you curl the upper back more. Good time to remember to breathe. And then let that go. Okay, let's bring it all the way down once more. Left cheek on the floor, shoulders roll forward, big toes touch, heels widen apart, neutralize. Again, consider this idea of not only the face being without expression, but with the body being without expression.
And let's just do one more back bend here. Chin on the floor. Bend your knees and flex your feet. So there's a couple different ways to do, um, uh, what do you call this? <laughs> Bow pose. Um, uh, we'll, we're going to do it with the feet flexed today. So with the feet flexed, grab the outside edges of your ankles with both hands. If you can only grab one, then uh, halfway through, switch to the other one. Keep your feet flexed. Tone your ankles and knees towards one another. No need for them to touch, but we don't want them wider than the hips because that will um, crunch the lower back. Shoulders roll onto the back of the chest. And again, consider this idea of letting the shoulders release back. And then push the ankles into the hands as you kick up. So in this version of the pose, weight's going to roll back. So thighs are going to push lower as the chest lifts higher. Kind of look like the bow of a ship here. Shoulders on the back, chest lifts. Use the pressure of feet kicking into hands to lift the heart higher. And then let it go. Right cheek lands on the floor. Shoulders roll forward again. Find that neutralized position. Knees to get, or to big toes touch, heels wide apart. And focus on letting go. Each exhale. Head heavier, shoulders roll forward. Then chin on the floor, tuck your toes under and send your hips all the way back to your heels. So the toes are tucked under, arms are reaching forward through this child's pose before we return to down dog. And now press up and back to down dog. And now come down onto your forearms and down dog. So let's uh, interlace the fingers. Press the forearms down and forward again shoulders out of the ears. Keep your gaze between your forearms and without allowing the shoulders to come forward of your elbows, slowly start to experiment with walking the feet forward, lifting the hips higher. So once you reach that point where the shoulders are going to collapse forward, then stay there. Push the forearms down, shoulders out of the ears, hips high, and then bring your knees to the floor and take a seat. Okay, all of that. And now we're gonna try our forearms down. Hopefully I didn't just uh, wear out your arms so completely that that sounds like the worst idea ever. Um, so one way I, I really like to do this is to use a block between uh, my hands. So let's get out some blocks and Find some wall space to practice against. So I'll do a brief um, description of this and then I'll talk you guys into it. So <laughs> this is something that um, is kind of fun over time to experiment with starting your pose further away from the wall. So if you're new to this, then start with your block, um, almost butted to the wall, maybe a few inches between your block and your wall. 
If you're experimenting with uh, leaving the wall or doing a deeper back bend in your forearm balance, then start to move your block further and further from the wall. Okay, so I'm going to frame my hands on either side of the block. So again, spreading my fingers and palms wide so that um, the block rests between the uh, thumb and the index finger on each hand. I'm going to place my elbows below my, uh, below my shoulders, press my forearms down, sink my heart down. So just like we did in that sphinx pose, I'm going to just allow the heart to slouch forward. So melt the, that's melting the heart, and then I'm going to pull my shoulder blades actively on my back, and then engage my upper abdomen, so draw my lower ribs in and back. And I'm keeping my gaze between my forearms. And then I'm going to lift my hips up, walk my, hip, my feet forward, lifting my hips higher into the air without allowing my shoulders to come forward of my elbows, just like I would try to do in headstand, and then lift one leg, and then kick my heel to the wall, and the other heel will hopefully get in line. <laughs> Melt my heart down, lift my shoulders up, and then experiment with moving my feet away from the wall. Okay, so uh, let's do it. And then don't just whip your head up like I just did, because I remember that that uh, gives you a <laughs> makes you dizzy. So um, when you come down from this, as you can come up and down from this many times, keep your head low, and you can either come to a child's pose or a downward dog. Okay, so frame the block with your hands, if that's what you're doing today. And um, then elbows are shoulder width distance apart. Uh, someone in, in the room had a good idea to use a strap around the shoulders. So if you have a pause button, uh, you can pause and put a strap around your uh, upper arms to prevent your elbows from widening apart. Sorry for those of you in the room. Uh, chest goes down, so let that slouch happen. So just feel a, little, feel a little lazy right now. Just let the heart melt forward. And then press your forearms down to lift your shoulders away from your ears. Shoulder blades on the back, staying with that melted heart. Lower ribs in and back, tuck your toes under, lift your hips up, keep your gaze between your forearms as you walk your feet forward. So hips are going higher without the shoulders moving uh, in front of the elbows. Good, everybody looks good. And then choose one leg to lift, the opposite leg to bend, kick, uh, kick with the lifted leg, Jump with the standing leg, and the wall might be a little far away. That's, Mary, you might yeah, I'm move the up. block closer. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, nice, Jason. And um, so when you, when you, when and if you do start experimenting, yeah, use that. Yeah, my elbow is going out the seat. Yeah. Not that perfect. If you want help and you're here, I can push you to the wall. You're so close. Just push a little farther and it's going to stop you. Yeah, perfect. Then push down with your forearms. Mm -hmm. Mary, do you want to try the strap too? I think I need Especially it. with the, like I said, you're lacking room there with the blanket, so yeah. it'll help to have this one. It has to move in there. Got it? Nice. 
Do you want to... Oh, you got it. As soon as I offer help, everybody gets it. <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> I know what I need my body to do. Okay, so go up, jump down, or stop. <laughs> yeah, one more time, two more times, no more times. We did a lot to get here, so it's worth spending some time attempting it. Very nice. Good, Mary. Push the forearms down, squeeze the legs together, tilt the tailbone skyward, melt the heart down. Good. Super strong. Okay, when you're ready, uh, find that child's pose shape. And let's, uh, let's do an, a wide-legged child's pose. So bring your big toes to touch, widen your knees as wide as your mat, extend your arms forward. Sink head and heart down. And then send your hips back and down towards your heels. And relax into this shape. Settle here. Return to your breath. hands towards your hips, lift up, and because it was so great last week, let's do our Supta Padangustasana series again to kind of slow things down and smoothly uh, stand the class. So lie on your back, have your strap, Straight into the air, 
once that is achieved, if that's achieved, you can start moving beyond that ankle, angle, bringing the leg closer to the chest. And as you do so, remain aware of the right side of the body. So keep the right side of your body long by widening the right hip away from the right armpit as the leg draws closer. Reach through the heel. And again, you might notice your tendency to push weight through the big base of the big toe and the base of the little toe. And work towards balance here. Maybe even uh, take some time to um, overemphasize one or the other and see how see how each of those uh, extensions feel. Keep the back of the head and shoulders comfortably on the floor, making this really about the right leg. And then uh, pass the strap or the foot to the right hand. Take the left hand to the left thigh. So push the left thigh towards the earth as you slowly widen your right leg out to the right. Extend through the inseam of the right leg and contract through the outside of the right leg. So draw the right hip in towards the tailbone. And then again, widen the outer hip away from the right armpit, keeping the right side of your body long. Left Hip, left ribs, left shoulder, stay grounded. So chest and pelvis are open to the ceiling here. Right, raise the right leg back through center, now passing the right foot to the left hand. Right arm extends out to the right as you arc or make a big, um, arch of the right leg to the left. So in this version of the pose, the right hip is going to come up off of the floor. So it's a twist. And to me, this doesn't require much more um, instruction as it becomes very uh, sensational. Lots of, lots of things going on immediately. But if you need more here, um, you can press the left elbow down, lift the left shoulder up to try to ground the right shoulder more fully to get more of that twist. You can also bring your right thumb to your right hip crease and press your right hip crease away from your face. So that will emphasize the stretch in the outer hip. Again, you can experiment with the expression or the um, extension through the right foot Maybe pushing through the heel, um, stickling the foot to push through the outside edge, or push more through the inside edge. Those will all bring different sensations. And then right leg back to center. Re-square the hips. And then wrap your arms behind the right leg. Uh, Curl your head and chest away from the floor belly button towards the back body as you draw your leg towards your head. Curl in. And then release down. Both knees bend and cross your right ankle over your left thigh. I'm going to do a little figure four here. Draw your left thigh in towards your chest. 
shin comes parallel to the chest, either interlace your fingers behind your left shin or in, uh, behind your left thigh. Keep your foot flexed, and as you're, you bring your shin closer to your chest, you might like to use your right elbow at your inner right thigh to widen your right thigh, your right knee away. Experiment here with moving the uh, foot along with the shin towards the left. Just find a place where you uh, have a connection with the right hip and then start, try to stay present with the sensations being created there. Again, even if you've done this shape a hundred times, how do you stay curious? How do you stay open to new discovery? And let it go. Second side. Right leg extends along the earth as left knee draws in towards your chest. Take the strap around the base of your left toes before extending the left leg straight or as straight as possible. Once the leg is straight, then lift towards that 90 degree angle. Once you've achieved the 90 degree angle, maybe start to move beyond the 90 degree angle. Paying special attention to keep the left outer hip moving away from the left armpit. Right thigh grounded, extending through both legs. And again, as we did with the first side, you might notice where your weight goes or where you have more extension in the foot. Through the inside of the foot, through the outside of the foot, you might exaggerate one or the other or both. And you always have the first side to compare the second side to. Do you have more mobility here? A different range of motion? A tendency to extend through a different part of the foot? Pass the strap or the foot to the left hand. Right hand grounds the right thigh as you wind the left leg to the left. So can you widen the leg without allowing the right thigh or the right hip to lift? And now again, this conscious extension through the inside of the leg and a contraction through the outside of the leg. Wrapping the left outer hip towards the right inner heel. through center, past the strap or the foot to the right hand, left arm extends out to the left, and then stack your hips as you move into the twist. Ground back through the uh, left shoulder, possibly by pushing the right elbow down, lifting the right shoulder up to ground the left shoulder before releasing once again. Again, even here, you can experiment with the extension through the foot. You can sickle the foot, push through the heel, push through the big toe. Notice the differentiate the variance of sensation.
variation as you move through those, uh, those foot variations. Thumb to the hip crease and push the hip crease away. And from here, left leg back to center. Release the strap, re-square the hips, wrap the arms behind the legs, fingertips pointing towards your heel as you curl your chest and upper back away from the floor. Tuck chin to chest, pull forehead towards the leg, the knee or the shin. Draw it in, contract the abdomen, and then let it go. Both feet on the floor, and thread the knee, or uh, figure four. Cross the left ankle to the right thigh with the foot flexed. Draw your right thigh into your chest, either interlacing the fingers behind the thigh or in front of the shin. Use the left elbow to push the left knee away as the shin draws in closer. And again, if you'd like... Move the shin side to side. And whatever sensation you uh, find, be present with it. Breathe through it. Experiment or experience the element of time with this with the asana, with the posture. Resquare the hips as necessary, then draw both knees into your chest, grab the outside edges of your feet for happy baby pose. So shins are perpendicular to the floor, soles the feet are open to the sky, lay your lower back flatter against the floor, and then just rock from side to side. Drawing one knee to the floor at a time. Then draw the knees together, hold yourself, squeeze into a little ball, this time tucking the tailbone towards your heels, tucking your chin to your chest, draw your forehead towards your knees, pulling into a single point, and then letting go. Find your way to lie on your back for Savasana. If you'd like, place a blanket underneath your head or rolled up below your knees, cover um, your eyes or wear some additional clothing. Just get, just get comfortable. Feel your back body against the earth. 
curious. Is there a side of your body that feels heavier? Is there an area of your body that feels heavier? This time, can you observe without adjusting, without judging? Curiosity with a degree of removal from this inhabitation of the body. And consider bringing this idea of neutrality to your mind, just for this time. Not that uh, your mind ceases to create thought, but the thoughts cease to have urgency.
and begin to move fingers and toes. If you'd like, circle your wrists and your ankles in one direction and then in the other. Rock arms, legs, and head from side to side, the floor bending your knees, extending your right arm and rolling onto your right side. Find your breath as you transition back into a seated position. So find a comfortable cross-legged seat just as we began class. Establish a tall spine and bring your palms together at heart center. We'll close pra practice with a single sound of OM, exhale, and inhale.